from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Falling in love is the best feeling in the world. You see stars, you feel giddy, but sometimes that makes you do crazy things. And sometimes that means murder. Just because a story starts out with Once Upon a Time doesn't mean it ends happily ever after. Welcome to Crazy in Love, a production of KT Studios and iHeartRadio. Today's guests are true crime producers Jeff Shane, Tim Hamilton, and Beth Greenwald. Episode 21, The Case of the Other Woman, The Would-Be Spy, and The Fatal Midlife Crisis. It was the summer of 1986. Mark Gerardo was 18. He had a mullet, drove a Thunderbird, and thought the cashier behind the counter at Taco Bell was the prettiest girl he'd ever seen. Jonair was just 16 when she served tacos, but with her big brown eyes and killer smile, she could even make the brown polyester uniform look good. Nervous, Mark couldn't get up the nerve to ask her out. In fact, it would be four years before the two would reconnect. Then, Janair made the first move. Are you going to ask me out? She asked him flirtatiously. 
In October of 1993, the couple got married in their hometown of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Janair danced around the ceremony in a big white dress and long veil, announcing she was the bride. Here's Jeff. Despite their romance, Mark and Janair were drastically different. While Mark was quiet and shy, Janair was a bit of a rebel. She was raised in a strict Catholic family, but left the church. She said what she wanted, when she wanted to. Tim, do you know anything more about the pair? Yeah, Mark thought she was a shining star that he really wanted to follow. The pair also worked in marketing, so they had that connection. And friends said the feeling between the two were very mutual, and Janair would do anything for Mark. Yeah, Tim, they often talked about having kids, but really never had a timeline for that. They did have two golden retrievers who were like their kids. So they seemed like a solid couple. They connected over their love of each other, their jobs, and dogs, it seems like, as well. Listen, they met young, and they seemed to have a strong foundation. And despite having different backgrounds and beliefs, they really clicked. And because they shared that mutual connection of having something in common with work, that's always something to lean back on and talk about and grow a relationship from. Plus, a love for dogs never hurts. She waited four years for him. Remember, they met at a Taco Bell and didn't reconnect for years after that. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they rushed into it or some of the normal warning signs we see. This is something they took their time. They got to know each other. They had mutual friends and mutual connections. And it just feels like they did it right, right in the beginning. Having seen some footage and pictures of the wedding, they do seem so happy. She's actually just beaming, almost prancing around the camera, really proudly announcing that she's the bride and it's her day. You can feel the energy coming off of her. I'm Janair, I'm the bride. It was fun to watch. They were a good looking couple. Oh yeah, Beth. She kind of had the cool 80s rocker, curly blonde hair, and he had a slicked back mullet, which at the time was in style. They looked like the picture perfect couple. What makes it so great too is the families seem to get along. And that's something really important right off the bat too. So you know how we always talk about certain red flags to look for. It really didn't seem the case with these two. As the marriage went on, the couple hit some serious roadblocks. They began having intense arguments, mostly about money. Janair, it turns out, had a wicked temper and always had to have the last word. In 2011, after 18 years of marriage, the pair were hoping to get out of their rut. The couple moved to South Carolina for a fresh start and it became sort of a renaissance for their marriage. They reconnected. The pair enjoyed the beautiful scenery, taking their dogs on long walks in the woods, visiting beaches, and remembering just why they fell in love. However, money continued to be an issue. Both Mark and Janair worked in marketing, and while Mark continued to be successful and made good money, Janair got laid off. Once again, the couple felt like they needed to pack their bags and start anew. So Mark began looking for a new job, he found a posting for a marketing job at the University of Delaware. Always a self-starter, he reached out to the hiring manager to inquire about the job. To his surprise, Meredith Chapman responded right away. Not only would he get an interview, but he ultimately landed the job. It was official, the Gerardos would be moving to Delaware. Mark went first to start work and Janair stayed back so she could deal with the house. The plan was for her to move about 45 days after him. But once he started the new job, Mark couldn't help but feel a connection with his new boss, Meredith. Four intense weeks later, Mark and Meredith kissed. Here's Tim. 
Well, before he even started the job, Mark was worried that he would have a hard time reporting to a woman who was 16 years his junior. Because, you know, you start to think, like, how is somebody who doesn't have the experience I have going to manage me? He was 49. She was only 33. But once he started, he was very impressed with her poise, her knowledge. She was well-spoken and smart. And he just really felt a good vibe and good connection with her. It was such a good vibe. He found himself opening up to Meredith about things he hasn't talked about or shared with his own wife. So that's a little odd. I mean, who is Meredith anyway, right? She was born and raised in Pennsylvania and was described as a beacon of light. And not only that, she was a bit of a phenom. In 2016, at the age of just 31, she ran for Senate. And while she didn't win, it's still pretty impressive that someone of her age could even run and have a chance. At the University of Delaware, the place where her and Mark both worked, she was the Senior Executive Marketing Director. And she was also voted one of Delaware's 40 under 40. In her personal life, she too was married to a city councilman named Luke. Beth, what do we know about like the connection between Mark and Meredith? You know, Jeff, this was more than uh, an office fling. They really fell for each other over a matter of weeks. And Meredith confided in Mark that her marriage, you know, also wasn't working and it was more or less, you know, looked good from the outside in, but was troubled as well. Well, he was in politics, so it's possible that they stayed married because it was good for his career and her career if she wanted to be in politics as well. At such a young age, that is such a bad reason to stay when you're not really in love with somebody. But the more interesting thing here is that they hardly even know each other and they're like two magnets just connected from the very first moment they meet. I don't know. I find that a little odd. Like the one moment you're away from your wife for a few days without her, you're forming bonds with other women who are much younger. The issues between Jen Eyre and Mark, it sounds like were a lot about money and career and finances. And so I wonder if the attraction to Meredith was that she was so career driven and financially she was very stable, which was kind of the opposite of what his wife had been dealing with. You know, Jeff, she was also really attractive. And, you know, in some ways she reminded me of a young Jen Eyre, motivated, attractive, driven, that kind of stuff. So maybe he saw something in her that reminded him of the beginning of his marriage. If you know you're having an issue, why connect with the new boss and, you know, you're into or you have attraction towards? Yeah, I mean, Tim, I agree with you. First, he's concerned that he is going to have to work for this young woman who, you know, is more accomplished than he is, and that's going to be hard for him. Then the opposite happens. He gets there, and instead of, you know, being intimidated by her, he just wants to hook up with her and falls in love with her. Like, it's so cliche. And meanwhile, his wife is back in South Carolina dealing with the house and packing it up. And while he's gallivanting around Delaware with his new mistress and boss, which is totally inappropriate for multiple reasons. Yeah, but, you know, she was also really complimentary of him. You know, she would, she would praise him. And, and, you know, when you've been married for 25 years, I don't know if you get that same reaction, you know? And so perhaps this kind of made him feel good about himself and made him kind of brought something back to life in him. I will say this one thing about Mark. He had a good job that was paying well and that liked him. He was looking for a new job to help his wife find a new job. I think they were both feeling like South Carolina was just no longer a good fit for them because she was having trouble finding work. And he was also interested in moving to that part of the country, the kind of the Northeast. So it worked out for a lot of reasons. But yeah, Jen Eyre finding a job was a priority for the couple. Like That was definitely something they were struggling with. Yeah, I think when you don't feel good about yourself, that spills over to all aspects of your life. Yeah, I wonder what her frame of mind was for those 45 days when she's alone in South Carolina. You know, was she thinking, 
things were going to be like they were when they moved to South Carolina, like things were going to start fresh in Delaware? Was it going to be kind of this another renaissance for their marriage? I bet you that was the hope. Because anytime you start something new, you kind of hope that it's it's a new opportunity to start again and to wipe the slate clean. And And I'm sure they were both hoping for that. In the beginning of 2018, Janair arrived in Delaware to be with Mark. However, upon arriving, she immediately sensed Mark was distant. Call it woman's intuition or a sixth sense, but Janair could tell something wasn't right with her husband off the bat. During a fight, Janair not only accused Mark of having an affair, but also somehow managed to figure out that he was cheating with his new boss, Meredith. Mark couldn't keep it in any longer. He told his wife everything. He had been with Meredith and he wanted to keep being with her. He was in love. Janair was obviously emotionally gutted. Seeing her in pain, Mark offered that they could go to marriage counseling. She sought out help on nextdoor.com. Here is a snippet of what she wrote. I just transferred to Delaware for my husband's new job and he's telling me he wants a divorce. We are seeking an excellent marriage counselor. We will need someone who is very educated and experienced dealing with couples' issues, including infidelity, depression, and traumatic experiences. A few weeks later, things had settled down. Mark was still with Meredith, but him and Janair were living civilly together. She seemed surprisingly calm. One morning, as he was getting dressed for work, he felt a weight in his jacket liner. At first, Mark thought it might have been an anti-theft device, but after opening the lining with scissors, he discovered it was actually a listening device. Janair had been spying on her husband. Here's Beth. So on Valentine's Day, Mark confronted Janair and she admitted that she had planted the device in his coat. And that device gave Janair access to listen to hours and hours of Mark's private conversations. And that wasn't all. Uh, in addition to that, she had paid a company to clone his phone, which gave her access to everything, his texts, his photos, his call logs. And it's how she figured out that the other woman was his boss, Meredith. And according to friends, Jenner became obsessed with catching Mark in the act. So I'm not really sure why, with all that in mind, that she would think that he would go to marriage counseling, whether it seems like it was done for him. Jeff, what do you know about it? Well, it was actually his idea to go to marriage counseling. So why would he suggest going to marriage counseling if he kind of was in a full-fledged relationship with Meredith? Well, I did a little digging into marriage counseling, and it's actually a pretty popular resource for married couples. 44% of couples actually do therapy together. It's not always successful. More than a quarter of couples who enter therapy with a problem end up getting divorced. So it definitely is not a, a fix-all. And in Mark's mind, the counseling was really a way to just figure out a way to amicably end the marriage. Whereas Janair thought the counseling actually might save the relationship. An issue was that they entered the therapy with two different goals in mind, which couldn't have ended well for them. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. In the beginning of 2018, Meredith's husband finally filed for divorce. During one of their fights, Janair revealed to Mark that she actually reported his affair with Meredith to the University of Delaware officials. The university didn't play with that and fired both Mark and Meredith. Meredith ended up getting a new job at Villanova University in Pennsylvania, where she and Mark began looking for houses together. I think ultimately she was holding on to hope. You know, they had spent so much time together and built a life. She didn't have a job anymore. I feel like Mark was trying to let her down easily in some capacity. You know, again, she seemed very fragile. She seemed emotionally to be all over the place. So, you know, I think he was having a hard time walking away, even though he was walking towards something else. Well, it's interesting because I feel like on the one hand, Janair is a sympathetic person. You know, her husband moves her to a new state, cheats on her, is trying to dump her. Janair putting a listening device in your husband's jacket and calling his place of work to get him fired are clearly signs of someone who is a little unhinged and maybe not thinking straight and in the right frame of mind, which is understandable. She just found out very traumatic news. 
Yeah, and then let's just take it a step further. He's been pretty honest with her, saying that he's having an affair, that he's in love with this person, but we're going to go talk about it through through therapy. But then you start finding devices on your, your clothes where it's there to catch you and to find out more information and to spy on you. That, for me, it's like, okay, once you have to start doing that after he's already being honest with her, is a little obsessive. I think she was feeling very desperate. Like those are things desperate people do. They act out in anger, like reporting the affair to the university and they start snooping. Like I think she's feeling like she's trying to grasp onto something, but also is very angry. Jeff, her behavior is indicative of that. I mean, who does that? Clones someone's phone, hires, puts listening devices in the lining of their coats. None of that is healthy. No, and from our research, it doesn't seem like Mark made it clear to Jen Eyre that the counseling was to end the relationship. And so if they're entering that, if she's thinking that it's salvageable and he's thinking it's not salvageable, it's really an unfair position to put her in because she's, she's trying to fight for something when he's out, he's checked out. Meredith was moving forward with her divorce. Because of this, Mark told Janair during therapy that he also would be filing in May when he wrapped up his job at the University of Delaware. The countdown to D-Day was on. To help her prepare for the impending separation, Janair started to see a divorce coach. During her session, she spoke about her heartbreak and love for Mark. She still wanted to save her marriage and she was devastated that her husband would toss her away for a younger, more successful model. At 47, she was single in a new city. Janair was very concerned about how she would support herself without Mark as she still had not been able to find a new job. After a couple session, Janair presented Mark with a list of requirements before he filed for divorce. She wanted to keep living together, spend more time together, continue going on walks with the dogs, and have dinner together nightly. Mark wondered if her plan was to save the marriage, but really his only concern was, quote, landing the plane safely, as he put it. And so he obliged. Things were going well until days later when he found yet another listening device in his jacket. We have some of Janair's recordings. Here they are. Everybody says it's over. I, I'm not there yet. I can't accept it. You don't find me appealing. You don't find me attractive. You don't want me anymore. You don't even like me. You are miserable. She lights your fire. She makes you feel young. I mean, her world was shattered when you think about it. But again, I mean, he's breaking her trust by cheating on her and leaving her. But she's also breaking his trust by continuing to record him. I know she's broken, though, right now because he broke her heart. She was still spiraling down. I mean, you're, you're, she's trying to hold on to it. If she the conditions of the divorce is she wanted to keep living together and spending time together and having night. I mean, she wanted things to remain the same. That's that's exactly what her demands were. I want to have dinner with you. I want to walk our dogs. That was the relationship before. So she wasn't letting go. So in my mind, there's no reason to believe that she would stop this irrational behavior because even the requests were somewhat irrational. Yeah. Mark, to me, is extremely insensitive. And so you know, he's referring to their marriage as a plane. It's not a plane. She's a human being. And so it's not just like figuring out how to get out of it smoothly for him. 
It's how do you make her feel accepting of this situation? And by continuing to live with her and have dinner with her and spend time with her, he clearly was not communicating the message well enough. And that's kind of becoming a pattern with him is he should be saying things. They're hard conversations to have, but it's in the benefit of Janair. He should have said, Janair, I'm falling for somebody I just met. I don't think it's a good time for you to come to Delaware. Janair, I'm not interested anymore. I want to move forward with my life without you. I think we need a divorce. Boom, say it. Rip the Band-Aid off. You have to say it. If there's going to be any type of healing or growth, you have to be honest and direct, and you just need to say what you're feeling and in a polite, respectful way, but you have to tell the truth. Do we know how he did react to the listening device and what he actually did say to her? I mean, he confronted her about it, and when he confronted her... Yeah, she threatened to kill herself. You know, she said that she would, you know, jump out of the windows of their condo. So she was really literally on the edge and threatening to figuratively go on the edge. And, you know, Mark begged her to get help. Mark begged her to go to therapy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we did a little research into cheating and kind of what it does to people and how common it is. And it turns out it's very common. 46% of men report cheating on their wives. And it's also estimated that cheating is the reason for 40% of divorces. So it's rampant. And it also increases anxiety. It increases depression. It breaks the bonds of trust. And without the trust, where's the foundation to rebuild on? Let's stop here for another break. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You know, Mark cheated. It's the worst thing that you can do to your spouse. It's a betrayal on every single level. But I think what he was trying to do was half it. He was telling her the truth. I'm in love with someone else. I want a divorce. But then agreeing with things that she was asking for, which gave her hope. So it was a push and pull. Come here, go away. Come here, go away. And I think that did more damage to her than a clear break would have. Yeah, because it's sending so many mixed messages. And he was in a marriage with her for over two decades. So... At this point, he should know. He says right from the beginning, she always had to have the last word. She has to be right. There's this fixation on needing to be that person that is always right. He knows her and he knows this is going to be difficult. Maybe there's part of why he's saying, I want to end this on a peaceful note. I want to land the plane without causing her to emotionally go off the deep end. And while also exiting safely to be with his new love. It's interesting because 20 something years with somebody, you really should know them by now. And you should know what to expect when you give news like this. But in saying that she was going to kill herself, it kind of, you know, drags him back in again. It keeps him close. It's a cry for help. It's a cry of attention. You know, he certainly doesn't want to be the reason that she kills herself. And whether she meant it or not, you don't want to risk that. Well, really what it is, it's a psychological way to keep you where they want you. So it's not really going to do anything except make the person who wants to walk away, not walk away for a little bit longer. On April 23rd, 2018, the weather had just started to get warm. Meredith and Mark were both in good moods. Mark was about a week away from filing for divorce and excited about the prospect of getting to be with Meredith for real. In Villanova, Meredith had started her new job and was loving it. After work, she posted a smiling selfie on Instagram. The caption read, quote, just a week on the job and already feeling the love. Hashtag new adventures. Back in Delaware, Janair intensely cleaned the apartment, leaving it immaculate as if guests were coming over. And then she left the condo for the last time. Meanwhile, Mark waited for Janair at a local restaurant. They were set to have dinner and discuss the next steps. Mark got a table outside to enjoy the weather. He ordered wine. As he waited, Janair texted him. She had made a wrong turn and would be late. 10 minutes later, another text, this time more curt. Quote, I'm not coming, go home. Seconds later, another text. This time, it was a photo of a pile of trash with a used prophylactic lying on top of it. Immediately, Mark knew what that trash was. His wife of 25 years was outside his new girlfriend's house. 
Another text came through. You ruined my life. I hope you never find happiness. Bye, Mark. Panicked, Mark called Meredith. There was no answer. All he could do was drive the hour to her Pennsylvania home. When he arrived at her home, Mark made a horrifying discovery. Meredith was dead on the kitchen floor. Also in the house, dressed all in black, was Janair. She too was dead. Both women had been shot. At first, the police looked at Mark like he was the suspect, but upon clearing him, the truth was revealed. Janair had broken into Meredith's house, confronted her, and shot her before turning the gun on herself. Here's Jeff. As police began to investigate this tragedy, it turned out that Janair had actually been planning this murder-suicide for months. A neighbor reported weeks prior to the police that they had seen a woman in a trench coat, wig, and fake glasses looking into Meredith's house with binoculars. Mark also started digging through Janair's belongings and their entire home and discovered that she had planted listening devices not just in his clothes, but also in his car and his office. Then she had written transcriptions of every single word in these handwritten journals. All of his conversations with Meredith, his fights with Janair, were all written down in 12 different journals. Mark also discovered that back in February, just days after admitting to the affair, Janair had opened a secret credit card. She used this card to buy like a lock picking kit, DNA tests for all of Mark's clothes, computer hacking software, and GPS trackers that she personally installed on Mark's and Meredith's cars. On the GPS map, she had labeled Mark's tracker, Lying Jerk, and Meredith's tracker was labeled Whore. Mark also found the receipt and the box for the gun Janair had purchased to kill herself and Meredith. She bought the gun on March 20th, five weeks before the murder. She went to the firing ranges multiple times, the last time just hours before the actual shooting. Yeah, Tim, Mark also discovered a 15-page letter that not only detailed Janair's plan, but gave insight into the struggle and the private hell that she'd really been living in. And the letter started out with her sadness. You know, she had written, I really enjoyed being a wife and a partner. And as the letter continued, she's got angrier and angrier. She said, Mark and Meredith cannot get away with this. I want justice. I deserve respect. I want control. I need to take matters into my own hand. The letter concluded with, with Janera's fears that if Mark walked in on confronting Meredith, uh, if he does, she wrote, I'm going to have to do a Bryn and Phil Hartman. And Phil Hartman, if you guys remember, is a famous actor from SNL who was shot to death by his wife. Well, and remember, she had placed listening devices on his clothes, on his person, early on when they got to Delaware. And so when he found that she had opened a credit card and all the receipts were on this credit card, it makes you think how long she has been sitting thinking of all this stuff and how long she's been carrying things out, like a lock picking kit. Uh, DNA testing for Mark's clothes. And and of course, we know the listening device and the tracker, but the, the startling discovery here is that they found a gun, a purchased gun, five weeks before the murder. So that is such a pre-intent to kill. She kind of knew what was the outcome was going to be. I can understand wanting to see them because that might give her some finality this is really happening you know there's nothing that's going to stop this but the lengths that she went to you know just was really unhealthy and she obviously was not well and the only way in her mind for this to end is murder mark did what he and Janair had always done during the marriage in times of trouble 
He packed up and looked to start anew. Except this time, when he needed a fresh start the most, he couldn't find one. Shameless plug. If you're enjoying Crazy in Love, leave us a review. Season 3 of the Piketon Massacre, Return to Pike County, is in the works. We want to hear from you for the upcoming season. Do you have a story to tell, a connection to Pike County, or is there another case local to Pike County that you can't let go of? Please email info at kt-studios.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at kt underscore studios. Crazy in Love is produced by Stephanie Lidecker, Jeff Shane, Chris Graves, Beth Greenwald, Tim Hamilton, and me, Courtney Armstrong. Editing and sound design by Jeff Twa. Crazy in Love is a production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Stay safe, lovers. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.